baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You're all local for the 1st of November 2022. And, man, it uh, mid to upper 70s today means a beautiful day once again. Really nice out there. Make sure you do something outside. Uh, maybe even go out and vote. North Texans have a few more days left to vote early in the midterms. One of the candidates for governor will be spending some time here today. KROD's Alan Skaya has been looking at the schedule for both campaigns and has more. Texas Secretary of State says almost 3 million people have voted so far. That's about 17% turnout. But in the midterms four years ago, we actually had about 32% turnout through Halloween. League of Women Voters Barbara Larkin says they work with neighborhood groups and they'll speak to local voters to make sure they're ready. You can go online to your county elections office to find locations to vote. Make sure you know what kinds of ID you can use at the polls. And you can also get a list of which offices are going to be on your ballot so you know more than just the names for governor. In the League of Women Voters, one of the things we're all about is having people understand that it takes a little bit of planning to vote. So we always talk about, say, let's get ready to vote. And we'll actually be talking to the League of Women Voters live coming up here at 710 this morning. Uh, governor Greg Abbott is planning campaign stops this morning in Fort Worth. We're going to be at that event. He'll then head to Amarillo around lunchtime, and then he's making a trip out to El Paso later this afternoon. Democrat Beto O'Rourke, he was in McAllen yesterday, and he's got several phone banks and block walks planned today. From DFW's Election Headquarters, Alan Skaya, News Radio 1080, KRLD. And as we draw nearer to Election Day, KRLD will be talking to candidates who are running for offices in North Texas and throughout the state. Today, we spotlight the race for the U.S. congressional seat in District 30, representing much of South Dallas. The seat had been held for years by the retiring Eddie Bernice Johnson. Democrat and current state representative Jasmine Crockett says the reason she's running. I have a love for the people. And, you know, some of us sit around and we complain and we don't, you know, know what to do. And then some of us say, you know what, we've got problems and I don't know who can fix them better than me. And so that was basically my stance. That's what took me to the Texas House. And ultimately, that's what's leading me to the U.S. House. Republican Dr. James Rogers says he chose to get involved because he believes in bipartisanship. I felt like we needed more ideologically sound representatives. Those have uh, views that cross across the partisan divide, but they become fixed. And people won't vote across that and won't work with people across that, even if they have you know, similar interests. And, or it's become more rare. And so those were some of the things I felt like I could offer. He says there are issues that both sides can agree on. And he's going to focus on those. From DFW's election headquarters, Austin York News Radio 1080, KRLD. And with only one week to go, the campaigns are really pulling out all the stops. Republicans showed up in droves to support Phil Sorrells for Tarrant County District Attorney and Tim O'Hare for County Judge. O'Hare listed some of his priorities, among them. We're going to give people property tax relief. Our property taxes are too high and we're going to cut them. Earlier, O'Hare's opponent, Deborah Peoples, was in Arlington campaigning for Democratic Attorney General nominee Rochelle Garza. Peoples says she's encouraged by where her campaign stands. Of course campaigns poll, but I don't believe polls tell the whole story. They do make me smile. Our polls have made me smile. In Keller, Andrew Greenstein, News Radio 1080, KRLD.
Big news out of Texas high school sports. Duncanville High School will forfeit its boys' state basketball title for using an eligible player. Anthony Black moved from Coppell to Duncanville last year. The UIL ruled him ineligible then. His family filed for a temporary restraining order, and Black played the whole season. The UIL's executive committee met yesterday and ruled he was not eligible. They forced Duncanville to forfeit every game Black played. That included the championship. McKinney will now be the 6A state champion. The UIL also suspended the coach for a year, and they also banned the Duncanville girls team from the playoffs for a year and suspended their coach for a recruiting violation. A time for healing and a time to recharge. That's what the Cowboys have planned for their bye week, which comes at the right time this year, says Coach Mike McCarthy. I mean, whew, I mean, the, the defense, the number of plays that they played yesterday and you know the, the stress that they were under had some guys go down. So uh, this will be a good week for us to recover. No word yet on specific players, but by the end of the game on Sunday against the Bears, several were banged up. One ray of hope, though, free agent wide receiver James Washington, who injured his foot during the preseason and still hasn't played a game, may be able to return a week from Sunday against the Packers in Green Bay. A federal prison escapee is still on the run today after walking away from the prison in Seagaville on Monday. Salvador Gallegos is doing 13 years of federal time on drug charges. He's been housed in what the feds call a satellite camp near the low-security federal correctional institution in Seagoville, just off Highway 175, about five miles south of I-20. Monday, though, he vanished. The FBI, the U.S. Marshals Service, and all local law enforcement have been made aware of the escape. Gallegos is Hispanic, stands about 5'7", goes about 170 or so. The Bureau of Prisons has not said what Gallegos was wearing when he escaped. From the 24-Hour News Center, Kurt Lewis, News Radio 1080, KRLD. A McKinney teenager who admitted to murdering his mother is letting the jury decide punishment. 17-year-old Adam Barney has pleaded guilty to murdering his mother by both beating her with a hammer and choking her. He also attacked his father. It happened in the family home in McKinney January of 2021. Adam, who was 15 at the time, had been getting counseling and was about to be put into confined treatment when he attacked both. A home security system recorded that attack. That was a source of contention between the prosecutors and Barney's defense attorneys. The defense said the recording was too gory for the jury to watch. The prosecutors admitted it was disturbing but said it was important. The judge agreed to an edited version. The punishment range for the charge? Five years to life with a chance for parole. From the 24-Hour News Center, L.P. Phillips News, Radio 1080, KRLD. An aging shopping center near Arlington's Entertainment District has a new owner and soon will be getting a new look as well. Fort Worth-based Trademark Property Company has completed its acquisition of Lincoln Square, located on Collins just south of 30. Trademark CEO Terry Montesi says Lincoln Square has too much retail space and had been neglected for many years. Retail properties really need to be reinvented, invested in, evolved every few years. And it hadn't been invested in in 20 years. So it just had become oversized and irrelevant. Montesi says Trademark will be transforming Lincoln Square into a mixed-use development, possibly to include a hotel, office, and multifamily residential. And those hoping to win that huge Powerball drawing ended up with more of a trick than a treat. None of the tickets sold Matched all six numbers drawn last night. The next chance at a win is tomorrow when the drawing is held. The jackpot stands at $1.2 billion, the fourth biggest lottery haul in U.S. history. The biggest prize was almost $1.6 billion in the Powerball. 
shared by three ticket holders in 2016. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.